We have sexy pizza at every tailgate we host this year, and it is delicious. What is sexy pizza, you ask? Well, with 13 years in the Denver community, sexy pizza is as local as it gets. A hand-tossed deck oven pizza with made-from-scratch each morning dough. Choose your own adventure with their wide range of toppings, or you can try one of their philanthropies. A portion of every sale from these five specialty pies is donated to a range of different nonprofits right here in Colorado. Looking to have Sexy Pizza support your organization or event? Go to www.sexypizza and check out their about page for the donations link. See how Sexy Pizza can support your cause. With a 12, 16 inch, 18 inch crust, Sexy Pizza is sure to be the right fit. Add all the fixings with wings, salads, pasta, nuts, or dessert options. Don't forget their vegan options as well. They also have a 12 inch gluten free crust, and you've got yourself a can't miss hit. Stop by any of their four Denver locations in Capitol Hill, Old South Pearl, Jefferson Park, and Park Hill with a new location in Trinidad coming soon. Shout out, Sexy Pizza. This is the DNVR Draft Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm Justin Michael. Hank is here. Jake is here. No Dre. Again, man, he just, he really doesn't want to, to be with us. We get it. He will be back. Actually, we're going to have two pods this week. We are mocking today, and it's going to be a fun one because the Broncos are currently projected to pick 29th based on current standings. Guys, how are you doing? You enjoying this NFL start? Are the Broncos for real? We haven't got to talk about it in a couple weeks. Absolutely, Broncos are for real. Three and no, baby. Let's go. You're muted, Hank. I was muted. See, and that's why I never mute myself is because I always struggle. I'm actually very frustrated at the moment because everywhere you go. So my barber, for example, he's a Raider fan. And you look on his Instagram and it's all <laughs> sure the Broncos, Raiders, both three and oh, but the Raiders have actually beaten whatever. And it's like you just you barely beat the Dolphins. First of all, the Dolphins and also the Broncos have given up like 26 points. Like, like they they're winning by like what they must have like a plus fifty point differential, something like that. Yeah, it's pretty crazy point differential. It's a seventeen uh, point margin of victory uh, average at this moment. Mm. They also haven't needed overtime once too. So yeah, these Raider fans need to shut up. They were a Javante Williams fumble away from winning that game at least thirty three zero. It could have been like forty to zero because they really let off the throttle in the second half and. I get it. It wasn't necessary to, to run it up on the Jets or anything like that, but really dominant. Feels good. Let's just dive right into it. I mean, we're going to preview and, and talk about this week's upcoming slate on the next pod, so we don't have to do a ton of that. So let's just jump right in. Start with the mock draft. The Jets, who Denver just beat the living hell out of, mm-hmm. they pick first, and I guess we'll just do random order. Jake, you got the first pick. Who are the Jets taking? They've got so many needs, but they do have some intriguing young talent, I think, at least on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, um, so many places you can go here. I guess it's hard to just pass up Kayvon Davido at this point. I mean, he just seems like the most slam dunk defensive prospect. Crazy that we're not talking quarterbacks um, in this top spot anymore. They really had a fall from grace. We'll get into that next episode, but Kayvon Davido first overall, New York Jets. I love it. It makes sense. I mean, they got their quarterback last year. That's the thing with both these teams. Right now, the Jets are one. Jacksonville would be picking two. They went out and got their guys. So it could be a situation where they trade those picks. You know, there might be a lot of value in it down the line. 
Or, I mean, they might just end up needing to fill one of those holes. Hank, go ahead and pick for the Jaguars. You've probably watched them a little bit more, just given Visca. And they're not a very fun team to watch, though. Isn't that too bad? Like, I really thought that I was going to be watching a lot of them. But then ETN gets hurt, and the rest of the team just flat out sucks. Urban Meyer is somehow even tougher to root for. Yeah. But yeah. Um, uh, you can't go quarterback. The thing is, there's a real chance that Trevor Lawrence is just in like three pieces by the time this comes around. But we're going to avoid quarterback and go with Evan Neal. We're going to go with Evan Neal. They're going to protect him. The tackle from Alabama, I should say. That's a good pick. That feels like an Urban Meyer pick to a high-profile college football guy. We know they're not. You know, Urban's only going from the big schools. He's not going to go and, and surprise yeah. somebody with like a splash pick from the... I don't know, the Pac-12 or something, but I think that's a solid pick. Picking third is going to... It would be Indy, but Philly has that pick. Man, that's another team. That could be the first quarterback off the board, depending on what they... Where are you guys at with Jalen Hurts, real quick? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of what I expected. I mean, he was rough at times last year, and it's been really rocky at times this year. Um, I mean, they traded for Minshew for a reason, man. I think we're going to see Minshew not soon, but at some point for sure throughout the season. Yeah, I mean, it has been rough, but also there was that touchdown at like the end of the game where he was like running almost out of bounds, just whips it back across the middle. They had Peyton and Eli just freaking out. And you see stuff like that, and it's like, okay, he can do those things too. It's just going to come down to what they think of the upcoming quarterbacks. And I, obviously what they think of Jalen Hurts too, but I think there's a good chance that they're kind of torn. It's one of those situations where they say, ah, we'd be willing to run it back one more year, um, especially if you go sign whatever bridge type of free agent to compete with them, um, maybe trade for Drew Locke. Um, but uh, I don't know. I think I think it's 50-50 still. Mostly because of the quarterbacks that they, that they would have on the board. That's where I'm at because I've come around to the idea that Malik Willis really might be QB1 in this draft class, but isn't that essentially drafting what you already have in Jalen Hurts? Uh, to a certain degree, yeah. I mean, you'd hope Malik Willis has a bit more Lamar Jackson in him than Jalen Hurts, but uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting that they very well might be taking a quarterback, especially if they're picking this high. I'm torn between Willis and Ritter. I'm gonna go Malik Willis. I think it's the fun pick. Why not? Let's get a let's get a G five quarterback as the number three pick, and he's the most fun player. Like, I'm I'm out on Howell right now. I'm certain out on Rattler. I've come around on Matt Corral, but I don't know. I think we need to see it on a larger sample size. But yeah, that, let's just go with Malik Willis. Jake, you are up for Detroit. Um, I got to get a, a kneecap biter here. So I'm kind of looking at Kyle Hamilton, but I think you would go Derek Stingley in this situation. Um, Okuda's hurt. The secondary overall is just, it's all right. I guess you really need a difference maker back there. So I'm going to take Derek Stingley. Best DB available. Feels like a smart pick. Agreed. Hank, anything on that? I mean, we're we're kind of getting close to closing out this this upper tier, right? With Thibodeau, Neil Stingley, probably Kyle Hamilton in there. Uh, so so getting somebody way up at that top tier, and I guess I think Thibodeau has really separated himself. But it's a good pick. 
right, Hank, you are up next. You are picking for the Giants. And again, they they could be a team. Are they finally in position to take a quarterback? I mean, yeah, they've got to be right. I mean, I don't know. I, I think that what we've seen is if you just put a quarterback on a bad team, bad things happen. Um, and I, I don't know that you necessarily just need to take a quarterback because you need a quarterback. Um, you kind of have to build some other stuff first. Otherwise you're just setting him up to fail. That's a new thing I'm coming up, coming around on. Um, we'll see how I feel about that in April, but I think they've just, they, they need a better football team. Um, the problem is like, like if they had an Evan Neal on the board, I think that he'd be a good pick here. And there really isn't somebody who you trust to like build from the trenches with. So, you know what? Let's just go with the quarterback. Um, and we're going to go with, we're going to go with Sam Howell. It's a safe pick. He has time to kind of improve his draft stock a little bit. I mean, at this point, I don't think everybody's completely out on him, but super disappointing showing. I mean, they got rolled by Georgia Tech. They it was tempting to take. Uh... Go ahead. Week one, two. Yeah. It's tempting to take it's Matt tempting Corral, to take but you just have yeah. Sam Howell. He's been at the top of the board. But I'm sticking to it for now. Still early. Sixth would be Miami, but that pick also goes to Philly. They have a lot of the draft capital. I already got Malik Willis for him. Oh, man. I guess I'm going to go Kyle Hamilton because I just think he's the best player available at this point and they could use some improvement in that secondary. I'm not really sure what his role is going to be at the next level yet, but I love his athleticism. I think he's better in coverage than I thought coming into this season. And he's just a really fun player. All right. um, So seven that leaves the New England Patriots picking in the top 10. Um, Obviously, Mac Jones is going... They've been devoid of weapons uh, for forever, and I think that's been made even more apparent this year. Um, I'm going to say Garrett Wilson. I know everyone's in love with Chris Olave. I think Garrett Wilson's got a bit more ability to stretch the field, though, a bit more overall rounded. I'm going to go with him to be wide receiver one. I like it. That's a little bit of it. I think that's maybe the first surprise pick we have. Maybe Malik Willis at three, but... Yeah. All right, Hank, you are up again. Atlanta eight. The Dirty Birds, did they get their quarterback? Matt Ryan looks kind of washed. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think that you can look at that team at this point and say, like, yeah, let's let's keep this going. Like they need to make changes. I think it's time to just pull the trigger and bring in Matt Corral. Get the SEC guy. Mm-hmm. Big arm. I feel like he would make he feels like an Atlanta Falcons quarterback. Yep especially with those receivers that they have, mostly Kyle Pitts. I just want to see him playing with Kyle Pitts. He needs help. I really Kyle Pitts. Give Kyle Pitts a quarterback, please. Yeah. yeah. Thank God. All right. Nine, Houston. My God, they could go so many different ways. I mean, they basically need everything. I'm going to go Desmond Ritter here. I think at this point, he's polished enough to potentially work his way into the top 10. I don't think he's going to be a top five quarterback, but I like his potential. And I think he's just put together a really solid resume. And if they end up, you know, like making another run potentially at the playoff or something like that, it's, it's only going to help his draft stock just playing in those high profile games. They got a, they got a big one coming up this weekend though. So it's going to be interesting test to see kind of how he does. 
Jake, Philly making their third pick at number Again. 10. Wow. Um, Where did the Eagles go? They already crazy. got Malik Willis, and they already got Kyle Hamilton. I'm going to say Olave here then. I love Devontae Smith still. I just think they need more weapons. Um, Rager was fine. Um, he's just kind of settled into that like field-stretching role, though. I don't think he's going to be anything close to, I guess, Justin Jefferson would be the comparison because they were taken around the same spot there. Um, but I think Chris Olave is more well-rounded. He can help out short and intermediate also. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Too much Ohio State love. It does feel kind of surprising, though, like, if they're really going to have three picks in the top 10, I think that was, you've got to take a stab at a quarterback probably. And probably with that first one, if you're going to do it. Well, we did give him Malik Willis, but oh, that's right. I, we'll, we'll see if they actually end up pursuing that route. Hank, you're up. Uh, 11 is Seattle's pick going to the Jets. So the Jets are up. Yeah. Where are you going? Uh, we're going to Marvin Leal in Texas A&M. It's another bad team that doesn't have a quarterback and needs to build in the trenches. And I just don't think the the offensive line options, like I, I think that if you could get somebody to line up across from Makai Becton, you'd be pretty excited about that. But DeMarvin Leal is just too good of a football player. You've got to get bigger and tougher. And he absolutely does that. Plus, it does seem like they spend a lot of high draft picks on defensive linemen. So I, I feel like that just kind of continues their little trend too. That'd be a nice little pairing, Thibodeau and Leal, if they were able to add both those guys, which is how we have it playing out. With Quinn and Williams. There you go. Yeah. All right, that leaves me. I am up for the Giants, who are picking from Chicago. Oh, man. We already got them with Sam Howell. They spent a lot of money on defense. What's their tackle situation like? Awful. <laughs> so, so we're going bad. Kenyon Green from Texas A&M and hopefully it pans out. I'm a, I'm a little tempted to take Jackson Kirkland, but I'm going to go with Kenyon Green and, and hope that he pans out. I'm, he might be a guard at the next level. Yeah. I guess we'll kind of have to see, but I think he at least has the, the potential to be a starter. Definitely. All right. And he's just a freaky looking guy, just so big and so strong. There's definitely going to be a use for him. Yeah, even if it's guard or something, he'll slot in somewhere there. Um, 13, the Washington football team. I'm really tempted to go quarterback here, but I don't think Spencer Rattler's even really played himself up to this position yet. Um, I'd be very interested to see if we even have his name called throughout this uh, exercise. Um, and I guess I'm going to look at cornerback. I'm going to go Kyrie Elam. Um, seems like the secondary is the worst part of the defense. The front seven is not as advertised, but they've been pretty good so far this year. It seems like the secondary has been letting them down. I think Kyrie Elam is the next best corner on the board. He's just a safe pick. Like, I don't know if he has the ceiling of Sertan or, you know, some of these guys that have come out, even Stingley, I think probably is going to stud, but he's a safe corner. He's a guy that can start for you day one. And he just shores up the defense because you have all that talent in the front seven. Yep, bingo. Hank, you are up and you are picking for the Vikings at 14. Yeah, this is honestly a quarterback, but honestly, Cousins has played really good. He's not the reason they're losing. Yeah. And you they have him next year, but and they can't they can't save any money to cut him. I just think that 
in a perfect world, you draft a quarterback before you need him to play. Because, well, I mean, what the rookies have combined to win one game so far this season, and that was when the Jets played the Patriots and they both had rookies. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. I've never been a fan of that. And since this is my pick, we're, we're planning for the future because they're not going to want to, I mean, the, what Kirk Cousins making 45 million a year. They're not going to want to do that again. Um, so you don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. Um, the tough part is how do you justify any of these quarterbacks? I feel like Carson strong has got to be in the conversation. And I could throw Jaden Daniels in there. It's just a tough spot. Um, we're going Carson Strong. He feels like a guy who fits in up there. Yes, I'm. I'm so glad he went in the top six. He hasn't. He hasn't put quite the film that I was hoping for, but he was awesome in that cow game. Like that's the one that draft scouts are really gonna fantasize over. So I'm. I'm glad we still got him going high. Mm-hmm. All right, I am up, and I'm picking for the Steelers. They're probably bum Carson Strong just went, if we're being honest. Mm-hmm. They need a quarterback. I just I don't believe in Spencer Rattler. I'm not a Slovis guy. I'm not a JT Daniels guy. I just don't know where you go at that point. It wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if the Steelers end up picking higher than this, though, if we're if we're being honest. Agreed. 100 percent Fuck, I don't know. Um I'm gonna go. George Karlaftis, the edge out of Purdue. I think he's one of the best players available. I don't know if he necessarily makes them that much better because they already got TJ Watt and a pretty good pass rush going, but just based on how this has kind of played out, I feel like he's kind of the, the best option. Yeah. Not a bad pick. I like it. Do we have Aiden right. Hutchinson off the board? Nope. I didn't think so. That'd be my one note is maybe take Aiden Hutchinson. But Carl Aftis is also um, good. Yeah, 16th Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know. I might do that there. I don't really think they have a really great edge presence. And, you know, he's not like Thibodeau level, but he is really solid. I mean, he's got a great get off. There's all sorts of pictures on Twitter of just his when the snap is hitting and how fast he's able to get off the line on these guys. I'm just going to take him here. Um, I mean, the Chiefs could really go whatever they want at this point. Um, just because they have Patrick Mahomes. So I'm going to take Hutchinson. I like it. Yep. Do we really see a situation where the Chiefs end up picking a 16? I know they started one and two, and the division's going to be tough, but it feels like Mahomes is just going to figure out a way to outscore some of these teams eventually. For sure. They will not be at 16. It'd be a dream, though. (laughs) Yeah, it'd be incredible. I would love that. It's not going to happen. I'm enjoying it while it is still in the possibility. We are going to keep this rolling, but we got to shout out the homies over at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's been a great start to the NFL season. It's only getting better with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. They're kicking off another week of action by giving all new customers a can't-miss offer. If you bet $1 on any football game, you're going to get $150 in free bets instantly. You got to check out the same game parlays. I came so close to hitting a five-leg same-game parlay in that Broncos game. Needed Noah fan over 29 receiving yards. Didn't happen. Real quick, are we worried about Noah fan at all? He hasn't... Not really flashing the way I thought he would. Eh, I'm, I'm not. 
Yeah, I'd be a little bit more patient. I mean, he showed his big playability last year. It might be just a slow start. I'm not really too concerned. Fair enough. Plus, he's Same rotating game parlays, in. though. Yeah, like he's rotating in with Albert O. And there, there were there were plays where it was just that Sauerberg guy out there, like with like as the one tight end. And so when they're rotating guys through like that, I don't know. It's just the way things work. Guys are bringing way too much logic into this. I'm only upset because I lost. Same game parlays. They allow you to combine multiple bets for a bigger payout. This week, if you place the same game parlay on any NFL game, you're going to be credited up to $25, even if you lose. So no risk. It's safe, secure, and reliable. The best part is you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the top-rated app now and use the promo code DNVR to receive $150 in free bets instantly. When you place a $1 bet on any football game, that promo code DNVR to get $150 in free bets instantly. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Shout out DraftKings. Sorry for slandering you. I just wanted to win some money. We've had uh, several DMVR listeners switch over to Green Mountain Dental Group over the past couple of years, and uh, they've made them their permanent family dentist. Those listeners have personally reached out and let us know how great their experience was. Um, they, they've thanked us for leading them to such a wonderful practice. And we've actually had coworkers who've gone out there and uh, had their teeth cleaned up by Green Mountain Dental Group too. Uh, they're, they're located in Lakewood. It's convenient. It's like 15 minutes away from downtown Denver. And they're, they're huge Colorado sports fans. It's a family-owned dentistry. Like I said, the reviews are great. You should definitely check those out. Also, if you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam, you'll receive a free Sonicare toothbrush. It's a great deal. Make sure that you tweet at us when you go there. Make sure that you tag them too so that they know that we can support them. Uh, one of our longest partners. And so when they show us love, we love to show them some love too. You heard Hank. Do it. They're the best in town. Hank, you are also up though and picking for the New Orleans Saints. Are, are they in on James Winston? And again, though, it's the same conundrum. What quarterback do you go with? Yeah, I mean, looking at these quarterbacks right now, I just, I, I can't pick one. Um, especially knowing, like, the Saints are going to be picky about their quarterback. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised, and I want to, like, break Bronco fans' hearts, but I wouldn't be surprised if Teddy winds up back with the Saints. I think it kind of makes a lot of sense. I guess they probably don't have the cap space to fit him in. Because he's, and what, he's he's making $21 million a year right now. That's if, if he keeps playing like this, that's only going up. Yeah. But uh, at what point do you consider re-signing Teddy? And this is just a side conversation. Like mid-season, they start 5-0, and 6-0. and Is it worth trying to lock him down for a year or two and just kind of give yourself that guaranteed stability? I mean, you might want to because that might be the best price you'll get him at throughout exactly. the season. Probably. Again, it was like 16 months ago. He signed for three years, $63 million. So it's not like you're going to be getting a steal. I guess that's what half of what the non-Mahomes top quarterbacks make. So maybe if you say, okay, we'll, we'll give you 26 a year. You just do it and say bye to Vaughn or Sutton. Yeah, man. I'd let Sutton walk if you can get Tim Patrick on a hometown deal. 
Yeah. I mean, you hate to do it. It's just For at sure. some point, it's, if I can lock down Teddy, Vaughn, and Patrick, that might be a necessary evil. Got to get Malik Reed too. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe you can move Chubb at some point. I don't know. I'm not really sure what you do there at this point. It's been a, they haven't want to call it a failed though. experiment because it's not his fault. He's gotten hurt, but mm-hmm. the pick certainly hasn't worked out. It is tough. It is tough. Um, Anyways, anchor up. New Orleans, well, probably not. procrastinate as much as I can. <sighs> We're building in the trenches. We're building in the trenches, and uh, it's so t- so in my throat. Um, we're going Linderbaum from Iowa. I, I really want to take Jackson nice. Kirkland here, but with Ramshek and Teron Armstead there, I just couldn't quite justify it. Um, Linderbaum's good, and that feels saintsy. If they can't get a quarterback, just keep building inside. Pretty strong showing from the CU's defensive line against that Iowa offensive line. Jake's going to make that down. Just wanted to throw that out. Make sure you have your eyes out for that film room. I'm really looking forward to it. Really wish they would have pulled up set, but that's how it goes. Cleveland at 18. And they... I don't know. I, I could see them maybe looking at a receiver at some point. I mean, Landry and OBJ are both getting old. Neither of them have really stayed healthy. I'm going to go John Mechie. Okay. Well, even if with those guys getting old, you had that third kind of dude in there and you really get Baker some weapons. There's room for four. Like teams have rooms for four at this point with 17 games. Like, yeah. That's a good point. Who, who is it? Donovan Peoples Jones is their number three right now. Yeah. That's for Richard Higgins, depending on the situation. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Receiver is a great pick regardless. Jake, you are up and you are picking for the Buffalo Bills, who again, I think will be picking much later than 19, but that's just how it is so far. Probably. Yeah, I think so. Um, just that first game slip up for them. Um, they really looked good last weekend for sure. I'm kind of conflicted here though. I don't, I think I had this pick last time we did a mock. Um, and I believe I gave them Watermeyer, if I'm not mistaken, or Isaiah Spiller. I can't remember. It was one or the other. Um, but they're kind of just super stacked and can go wherever they want. I'm going to, Justin, I'm going to take Trey McBride, man. Yes. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to get Trey McBride on the mock higher and higher by like the last one of the season. I'm going to be like, and with the ninth pick, Trey McBride out of Colorado State. <laughs> Best tight end in the country. <laughs> He's balling out though. It's it's not it's not unrealistic to think that he could go in this range. I mean, leading the nation in receptions per game. Like he's just doing his thing, right? Love that pick. I'm pumped. Hank, you're up for the Titans. I think they're gonna probably be picking later too, just because that division is so trash. And I just think they can kind of lean on that ground game, but defensively, man, they are suspect. I know and that's, that's part of what makes this so tough is I think that, I don't know. I'm kind of a fan of just building on your strengths, especially with the first round picks, just get somebody who plugs in and is going to be good and fits into a good culture instead of just throwing somebody out there who like, Hey, come fix this defense. Um, ah, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. And now I have one more decision. Um, we're going, we're going Jackson Kirkland. 
line him up across from Taylor Luan, get what Tyson Brelo off the field. Uh, no offense to you, Justin, but uh, that's probably smart. It's so tempting to go tight end there because that offense could be so much fun if they had Weidemeyer, but that's probably just a little bit too much of a luxury when you have those problems on the offensive line, and it's all about Derrick Henry. Ever since the uh, the three-sack or whatever, seven-sack Raiders game in 2015, I've always called Ty uh, Sombrello Ty Turnstylo. <laughs> I really like oh, that. Oh, man. That, that one hurts. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> he shouldn't have been playing. Like He got thrown in such a horrible <laughs> position, but that's when you're an NFL tackle and you get drafted in the second round, you're expected to be able to produce, and it did not work out. But he's rounded out what's been a competent NFL career. He caught a touchdown with the Falcons, so we can never take that away from him. 21, Green Bay. Are they going to have the same GM? I, I kind of heard this pondered on a radio show the other day. If you're the Packers, why don't you just cut cut the GM and see if that makes Rodgers happy? I feel like they're just... If they fire their GM, they're just going to hire whoever his number two was. That's what they do up right. there. Yep. That's a good point. I don't know what you do. It'd be a ballsy move, though. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he's playing awesome again, but, I mean, this guy's, what, 37, 38 years old? I know, but when you see what Brady's doing, and I know that that's a complete outlier, but you factor in just how little quarterbacks get hit now. I mean, it's not absurd to think he could play to at least 41, 42. I mean, five years would be worth it. Right. For sure. Just depends on when he gets hurt at this point. Also fair. Man, I don't receiver-wise, they could probably use someone. You don't really know what the future holds with Devontae Adams. Defensively, I don't know. What what are their weaknesses on defense right now? Um, I guess Rashawn Gary hasn't really lived up to that first round uh position. I think he's been fine overall. So if you look at someone like MyJ Sanders or Drake uh, Drake Jackson. Especially Drake Jackson I think, was kind of who I was thinking. Either Preston Smith or Zadarius Smith might be gone after this year. I can't remember which one. No, one is already gone. I think it'd be Preston then, right? I think Zadarius yeah. is still there. I think that's right. I don't know why they have Jackson. two edge rushers named Smith. It's so dumb. <laughs> it should be a rule. It should be a rule. Yeah. yeah. Make it easy on us. Drake Jackson's a stud, though, and I think that's good positional value at that point. I was tempted to take Christian Harris, but I'm going to go with Drake Jackson just because I think Edge is where the value's at, and uh, I like that pick. And you're maybe appeasing Aaron Rodgers, although maybe he wants a wide receiver. Jake, you are picking for the Dolphins, who have San Francisco's pick. Um. My initial reaction here is offensive line. I mean, it doesn't matter if you have Tua, Brissett, or someone else back there. It just seems like they're always like under siege. Um, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Thayer Munford. I think he's playing guard right now for Ohio State. Um, he's listed as a tackle still in some places, so he's got that versatility. He can just fill in wherever you need it. I like the value at 22 as well. Like I. I'd be a little weary of taking him in the top 15 at this point, but with the with the versatility he brings, I think that's a good pick at 22. Hank, the Bengals at 23, They, I feel like they need to improve that offensive line too. Yeah, and I was tempted, and then Thayer Mumford went off the board. Uh, and so then no, what we're going to do is we are going to give 
Joe Burrow just like the full-on best set of weapons we can and give him Weidemeyer. Um, I was honestly almost tempted to take another receiver, but they just have so many that you just can't quite justify it, even though you just need a little bit more, I feel like, from the receivers to make him really pop because he just isn't quite there yet. Um, so we're going Jalen Weidermeyer from Texas A&M. He's a beast, and hopefully that's like the last piece you need because with Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and the Tyler Boyd, like you just need to be putting up 30-something a game. And maybe that is because you need to upgrade the offensive line, but I just don't like the options here. The best seven-on-seven team in the league. Yep. <laughs> All right, I am up for the Cowboys. And I am also going to stay in Texas and uh, Texas A&M specifically. I'm going to go Isaiah Spiller. And I know there's a lot of debate about the first round running back value, but I don't know. I just feel like the, the, the best of Zeke is kind of behind him. It wouldn't surprise me. Would you consider trading him? I don't even know if you could move him at this point, but. Does still carry a pretty hefty hit for next year. Um, and you still have Tony Pollard too. Yeah. But I think the one thing that they probably realize is you need two running backs. Like, if you think yep. you're just giving one running back the ball 30 times a game, it'll work great for about a season and a half. And then you'll start to see the effects. And they're just, they're so stacked at receiver. I don't think they're going quarterback. Offensive line, they could probably use some depth. But again, I don't really love the choices either. I also considered Christian Harris here. At some point, I think he's too good to keep slipping. But yeah. I don't Isaiah Spiller's just fun. He's been the most exciting running back to watch, I think, in college football. And if anybody is worthy of a first-round pick, it would be him. And we've got plenty of time for this to shape out. So, you know, if you're mad about the positional value thing, whatever. 25, Tampa Bay. Jake, do your thing. I'm going to take Andrew Booth Jr. out of Clemson here for the Bucs. That's Um, a good pick. They are still throwing out guys like Ross Cockrell out there to cover people, and he is just getting targeted every single week. Um, so I know they have some pieces in Winfield and Carlton Davis back there, but I still think it can be shored up a bit more. That's a really good pick. That's maybe one of the best picks of this mock so far. Value really nails a positional need. I agree. Hank, you are up, and you are picking for Baltimore. Yeah. This is a this is a tough one. Um, you are on the clock. Has uh, anybody taken Drake London? I don't think so. No, nope. we're going sure. Drake London to to the Ravens. I kind of wanted to do something to to that secondary and get him another piece back there, but you just look at those receivers. And it isn't all that exciting. Marquise Brown, James Prochet, Devin Duvernay. Then obviously you've got Sammy Watkins, but he's got to be winding down here at some point. I think that you just buy in, go get a big target. And I think it works out. I think it works out for him. You go Drake London. I mean, they're hoping Bateman's that guy down the line, I think. True. Nonetheless, I I think even with him, they could use another weapon. For sure. He's got to be coming back here very soon. Bateman. All right, I am up for the Chargers. They look good, guys. That that, that makes me kind of nervous. I think they nailed that coaching hire. Yeah, unfortunately. But I don't know. They're still the Chargers, man. I'm going to wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I don't know, man. Sometimes it's you just need the right coach. But I think they could maybe use a receiver, just given that they've got a lot of older guys out there. They've been productive, but they're definitely getting older. I don't know. Defensively, I like their front seven a lot. Maybe a younger cornerback. I mean, I guess they just went out and got Samuel, huh? But... Man, He's I'm gonna go. Really nice too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm stalling here. What do you guys think? Give me some input. <laughs> um, one guy you got Traylon Burks from Arkansas, kind of sitting. I know they've got Mike Williams playing at a really high level, and Keenan Allen's Keenan Allen, but um, I think Justin Herbert could still use another field stretching type talent. Let's do it. Trey Burks going to the Chargers. I think it makes sense. I, I'm not in love with this game, but he's a productive guy, and I think he fits well with what they do. Pick makes a lot of sense. Jake, you are up again with Carolina. Then we'll get one last ad read in, and then Hank is going to pick for the Broncos, so you've got some time to think about it. Who are the Panthers taking? Well, uh, the news came through today that they're trading for C.J. Henderson. So if you would ask me yesterday, I probably would have picked a corner here. Um, we'll see how that turns out at this moment in time. I don't know, man. Donald looks really nice. Um, McCaffrey's still kind of battling with injuries. I still don't think that you kind of reach for a guy, although someone like Kyron Williams in this spot, uh, given his skill set, would be really interesting. I'm thinking probably wide receiver. Um, yeah, they could use they another got, option. Maybe a corner. Yeah. Um, who do we have on the interior here? I'm actually going to go interior. I'm going to go Alec Lindstrom, uh, the center out of Boston College. Um, they've pick. just been kind of weak in that spot, so that's where I'm going to go. They need to show up that line for sure. All right, autumn is in the air. The pumpkins are in the patch, and our friends are at Manscaped are here to make sure you don't carve the pants pumpkins when you're grooming. If you know what I'm saying, make sure you are keeping up or keeping fresh, I should say, this fall with the leaders in male grooming and their brand new fourth generation performance package. Boys, get ready for cuffing season like no other, other, no other, that sounds gross, no other, ready to take the leap into fall with Manscaped. Join the two million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com. If you use the code DNVR, you can get 20% off plus free shipping. Guys, it's the perfect time to bundle up. The Performance Package 4.0 comes with the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker, which is for your ears and nose, Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, which are so, so comfy, to hold all of your goodies. If you have not used their technology, it is the best. It's got a cutting-edge ceramic blade. It's got a 4K LED light. It is waterproof. It's easy to charge, easy to travel with. It is truly the best. Make sure you use Manscaped and make sure you are using the code DNVR for 20% off plus free shipping. Hank, who are the Denver Broncos taking? <sighs> I've got it down to two. So right, let's hear those two. You, you look at the Broncos defense, because again, I, I, I want to do something crazy and just say we're going Spencer Rattler here, but I can't do that. Um, and you got to build on your strengths. That's Not what they're going to do. You know. Yeah, you've you've got I don't, but I think that makes it even less likely they can pay him. But Josie Jewell and Alexander Johnson both expiring. I think you definitely Ooh. look at inside linebacker. 
Um, there's obviously the the history of not ever addressing that glaring need that makes you wonder if they'd actually do it. And from there, you look at the secondary because you've got a lot of corners right now. And in a world where you go get Teddy Bridgewater, you've got what Bryce Callahan and Kyle Fuller expiring this year. We'll, we'll see what that looks like too. So I've got down to Christian Harris, the linebacker from Alabama, uh, Trent McDuffie slot guy from uh, Washington. And honestly, I'd be thrilled to see either of them go to the Broncos. Um, what do you guys think? I, I really like figured Harris you were going towards. Thing. Yeah, I was figured you were going towards Christian Harris, and I'm really excited about that right now. Okay, let's I do it. It just makes too much sense. That's the thing, though, is that's the the obvious pick all season that we're like Christian Harris, Christian Harris, and then they take a corner or another receiver, and we're all like, "What the <laughs> hell?" God, they take a corner again, bro. I do think really good I do think Hank's right though. I mean, there is a, a situation where God, I'm getting all kinds of tongue tied tonight. Where Fuller, you just let him walk, right? Oh yeah, he's gotten beat over the top a couple times now. He's yeah. still really good, but he's not like a, a lockdown type of guy. And I think somebody might give him that money this time around. I mean, I'd absolutely take Callahan over Fuller. That's not even a question for me. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's what I was saying. I think if it, if it comes down to the two, you got to lock down Callahan. But I don't know, Sertan's been so good. I could see a situation where they're just like, you want to know what? We'll roll with the depth we have. We have Darby locked down. Yeah. And I could also see a safety, depending on what happens with Kareem Jackson. Mm-hmm. If, Although if Stearns, they don't, Stearns has looked pretty good. If they don't get Fuller or Callahan back, I bet they go corner here. Just because you you need to have at least three good ones to run this defense. And if you and don't, then all of a sudden, after all, yeah. I mean, what what would happen if they didn't have Sertan right now? I mean, he was making big True. plays on third downs, and that would have been what, like Michael Oji Moody out there instead, mm-hmm. if he was healthy. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, He's more, hurt too. Uh, Basie, so, right? Basie's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. If, if yeah. Oh we'll God! Get one of those guys back. Corner, we're going dude, Christian right. here. <laughs> that's the fun pick. We're going Christian Harris, and he's too good. Like, I think he's a top twenty prospect. So if you got him at twenty nine, that would be that'd be an awesome pick. And add another Bama player to this defense. Those boys produce. Jake, you are picking for Detroit. Who is picking with the Rams pick? Um, man, I think at this point. You just can't pass up the value. I, I say value, but I'm going to throw quotation marks up there of Spencer Rattler. Um, Jared Goff, I mean, I haven't been super critical of him, but he just isn't it. Um, and you're kind of just having to stare at this quarterback in the face, and you got that fifth-year option in the first round. Uh, I guess I'm going to go Spencer Rattler. And he goes in the first round. He's got all the tools, so it wouldn't shock me if he still went late in the first round. But that that's probably one of the most disappointing teams in the country in terms of how they've looked so far up there with North Carolina. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Sure. Spencer Rattler. All right. Uh, Hank, the Vegas Raiders at 31, assuming they don't have their typical collapse. I did the math wrong and was trying to figure out a Cardinals pick. Um, wow. The Raiders. So you could kind of see him going running back almost, but that'd be kind of bold. There isn't anybody really worth it. Um, that would be very Raiders. It would be. 
Um, go get like Kyron Williams or Brees Hall or something. I bet they go defense. Um, but where? I think you could talk yourself into trying to get more of a pass rush, like an interior guy to take some of the stress off of Max Crosby and, and Gakwe. Um, Zach Harrison's still on the board. Do they draft? Um, I think Amon Gardner, the corner out of Cincinnati, is really good. Mm-hmm. They do love drafting safeties. Um, wow. There's a lot of edges still available, too. I mean, you got MyJ Sanders, Adam Anderson. Yep. Let's Anderson's go Jordan good. Davis. We're going Jordan Davis from Georgia. Nice. They're looking for an interior guy, somebody who can clog things up a little bit more. With Max Crosby, I thought, yeah, I feel good about this. Bill from the trenches out. It will work out. He's a good player. Good value pick. All right. I am picking for the Cardinals, rounding out this first round, the Super Bowl champion Cardinals in this scenario. Good for Kyler Murray. If only he'd played baseball. <laughs> Man. I was so upset during that uh, Monday night game when uh, they had LeBron on. And they're like, yeah, so you, yeah. you play football, that stuff. And I was like, you got to ask him if he regrets his decision. Just to see what he would say. <laughs> right? Do you regret not playing football? Just to see what he would say. That'd be awesome. Just to, like, he's like, are you, what? It would have been so fun. Can we talk, hold on, before you make this pick, can we talk about Cliff Kingsbury real quick? The guy that trotted out a the decision kicker. to kick that field goal? What in the hell, man? Does he make it through this year? How do you fire him if they like, they might yeah. win that division legitimately? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's not going to be because of him. Like, it's just going to be because they have a really fun players. And yeah, and he's found good ways to get the ball into Rondell Moore's hands. Done the same thing true. with like Christian Kirk. The way that he's able to get the ball to all these receivers, that, that's what you just paid him going, for. And he's doing that part. Just going back to last year, though, I've the way he manages the clock in t- close games and everything, it just drives me insane to watch him. Hmm. All right. I am going to go my Jay Sanders out of Cincinnati. You don't really know what the future holds with Chandler Jacobs. He did ask for a trade. That'd be, I feel like you kind of have to try to get a deal done after the way he started. But I just, I really like that Cincinnati defense. And I don't like a scenario where both Gardner and him go undrafted. So that's, mm-hmm. so we're going to go rounding out the first round. My Jay Sanders, Cincinnati Edge. This was a fun one, right? We got, I think, everybody in my top 20. Um, a couple of guys slipped in this, but. This was a fun one. It was, it's good to do a mock again. It's good to be back. Very good. Yeah, we'll be back again a little soon. bit different. It's true. We have another podcast coming up tomorrow where we're going to kind of talk quarterback rankings. We're going to preview the upcoming slate. Dre is knock on wood. Hopefully, going to be back. We desperately miss him. You guys need to start tweeting at him if you want Dre back. We got to get people passive aggressive. Yep. Like, what the hell, man? We missed you. <laughs> I feel bad doing it because I know how busy he is. But if it comes from the people, he's going to have no choice because that's just how all of us operate at DNVR. When we're tired, somebody's like, oh, man, I, I really wanted this. That's what gives you that second fuel. Tweet at Dre. Tell him how much you love him. <laughs> we'll be back with another podcast. This is the DNVR Draft Pod presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm Justin for Jake for Hank. Have a great week. I guess I shouldn't say great week because we're going to be back. But whatever. Peace.